turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. You told that lie on purpose, and I'm wondering why you did. Well, Tucker, thank you for having me on. When you aired your episode last night, I, I sent you a text shortly thereafter and said, listen, I'd like to go on because the way I phrased things yesterday, it, it was sloppy and, and it was frankly dumb. And, I don't and buy that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I don't well, buy that. For, look, I've known you a long time since before you went to the Senate. You were a Supreme Court contender. You take words as seriously as any man who's ever served in the Senate. And every word you repeated that phrase, I do not believe that you used that accidentally. I just don't. It's, so, Tucker, as a result of my sloppy phrasing, it's caused a lot of people to misunderstand what I meant. Let me tell you what, what I meant to say. What I was referring to are, are the limited number of people who engaged in violent attacks against police officers. Now, I think you and I both agree that if you assault a police officer, you should go to jail. That's who I was talking about. And the reason the phrasing was sloppy is I have talked dozens, if not hundreds of times. I've drawn a distinction. I wasn't saying that the thousands of peaceful protesters supporting Donald Trump are somehow terrorists. I wasn't saying the millions of, of, of patriots across the country supporting President Trump are terrorists. And that's what a lot of people have misunderstood well, that well, comment. Wait a I second, focused, but even you, yeah. wait, but hold on. What you just said doesn't make sense. So if somebody assaults a cop, he should be charged and go to jail. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. We have said that for years. But that person's still not a terrorist. How many people have been charged with terrorism on January so listen, 6th? Like, why'd you none, use that word? You're playing into the other side's 
characterization that, as Joe Kent just explained, allows them to define an entire population as foreign combatants. And you know that. So why'd you do it? So, so Tucker, let me answer you directly. The, the reason I use that word for a decade, I have referred to people who violently assault police officers as terrorists. I've done so over and over and over again. If you look at all the assaults we've seen across the country, I've called that terrorism over and over again. That being said, Tucker, I agree with you. It was a mistake to say that yesterday. And the reason is what you just said, which is we've now had a year of Democrats in the media twisting words and trying to say that all of us are terrorists, trying to say you're a terrorist, I'm a terrorist. And so, look, I don't like people who, who assault cops. And, and, and I well, stand up and defend cops. And, and the reason I use that word is that's the word I've always used for people that violently attack cops. But in this context, I get why people were angry, because we've had a year of the corrupt corporate media and Democrats claiming anyone who, who objected to, to the election fraud. And by the way, remember what was happening during wait, 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 those wait, wait, protests? Wait, can, can I just ask, hold on, you work in this, I just, I guess I just don't believe you. And I mean that with respect, because I have such respect for your acuity and your precision. And I've seen it on display. I've covered you as a reporter. I know how you speak. And you have sat there for a year and watched people use language to distort the events of that day. Intentionally. Insurrection. Coup. And it, of course it terrorism. was an insurrection. Saying it's an insurrection is a political term. It's a lie. I've repeatedly denounced it. And, and, and when it comes to, look, I was focusing on what I normally say. That, what you aired was a little 15-second snippet. What I normally say is violence is wrong, peaceful protest is right. If you engage in violence, you should be prosecuted. If you're speaking, you have a right to speak. I right. say that all the time. Well, I meant and I agree. That snippet. So who's Ray Epps, by the way, since you are a senator? Like he and this other guy are clearly encouraging yeah. the crowd to commit crimes. Neither one has been arrested or charged. What is that, do you think? So I think that is a very good question. I don't know who Ray Epps is. I've seen that video multiple times. It's disturbing. Right? He's clearly urging the crowd to violate the law. When you see the crowd start chanting, fed, 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 for him to appear on the FBI's most wanted list and come off, it certainly suggests he was working for the FBI. That's not conclusive, but that's the obvious implication. And the attorney general and the Department of Justice won't answer the question. Tucker, I can tell you, I joined with a number of other senators trying to get the Biden DOJ to answer the question, why so many January 6 prisoners are in solitary confinement, why they're be tr being treated so much worse than the Antifa rioters and, and, and the people who committed firebombing and, and a year of riots across the country. And this Biden DOJ won't go after them. But let me also make a quick point, Tucker. Remember, while, while thousands of people were standing up to defend this country on January 6th, at that exact moment, I was standing on the Senate floor objecting to the election results, demanding that we, we, we impanel an election commission to consider evidence of voter fraud. Do you buy it? Better question yet, not only do you buy it, but do you give <laughs> Lion Ted Cruz a pass? That's the question. Do you buy it, and do you give lying Ted Cruz a pass? I have not heard somebody sound so much like a politician since the last time that I heard the yellow Teletubby, Miss Piggy herself, warmongering Dick Cheney in drag as Bannon 
calls it Liz Cheney, speak from the January 6th Unselect Committee chairmanship. Do you buy it, and do you give him a pass? The way I look at it is, Ted Cruz, if you were running for president in 2024 as a true conservative against Donald J. Trump, whether Donald J. Trump gets in beforehand or not, he's still going to run in 2024. Whether he's, re- whether, he's, whether he's reinstated or whether he makes it in through the speakership or whatever, he's still going to run again in 2024. And Ted Cruz was going. He was setting himself up as the stark difference between Donald Trump and the MAGA party and the GNP. And he was going to be the, the, the white knight savior Right, the white knight saver, the the great hope for the GOP to come back and true old school conservatism to be back, <clears throat> and 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 in one fail swoop, trying to separate himself from the MAGA party just by saying one stupid word, he's completely finished. Now I'm not saying that Ted Cruz cannot be redeemed. Look what he's done since 2016. I have the utmost respect for the guy. For what he's done and for having President Trump's back all the way back from, to last year on January 6th. He did have President Donald J. Trump's back. However, I can go to a restaurant a thousand times and have a great visit every single time. And I go there one time and find a beetle in my food. I'm never going back again. So I got to tell you, if you ever doubted the power of this new Republican Party, the MAGA Party, or the people supporting Donald Trump or Donald Trump himself as the leader of the Republican Party, doubt no more. Because one of the highest-ranking Republicans, one of the most popular Republicans, and one of the most actually loved and backed Republicans, even by MAGA Americans, just destroyed his chance to running for president in one word. Terrorist. And I got to say, I got to give a, uh, a a huge Smarty Award to Tucker Carlson. Let's go ahead. Cue the drums. Cue the drum roll, please. Smarty Award of the day here on January 7th, 2022, live from America. It's got to go to, uh, it's got to go to uh, Tucker Carlson. It has to. How can it not? Tucker did what all of us dreamed of doing yesterday. I would have, I might have given a finger. I might have given a finger to have Ted Cruz on this podcast, on this show yesterday, because I would have asked him the same exact things, and I would have cut him off and said, you're lying, stop. Stop with the political talk. I know you've been a politician for so long, it's hard. But look at me as a man, eye to eye, and talk to me like a person. Why did you do that? Are you truly trying to set yourself apart from Donald Trump, or did you truly mean it? And don't give me the line of crap that I've always called people who violently beat police terrorists. Well, you know what? You're always wrong then. Because violently assaulting a police officer sure as heck is not terrorism. Terrorism is what this illegitimate regime is doing to the 50 states of this beautiful country. Terrorism is what those uh, soldiers felt when they were dying in Afghanistan because Biden illegitimately made a stupid decision and put those people in harm's way, and guess what? They died because of Biden's dereliction of duty. Terrorism is what's going on in the southern border with every single person walking across that border illegally and another felony racking up, racking up on Joe Biden's resume. 
That's terrorism. Terrorism isn't what you called terrorism. So no matter which way you skin that cat, sorry, PETA, don't come after me. No matter which way you skin that cat, that dead cat on the end of that line, as Vernon Jones stupidly says all the time, it all comes back to saying the same thing. Why did you say the word terrorism? Anyway, folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you so very much. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving, joyful host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and as always, coming to you live from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. And we got a $5 donation train going on Rumble Rants. Let's keep that going, and thank you, Ann Brank. Thank you, Lori. God bless you guys so very much. What we're going for is 1,000 shares per show. 1,000 shares between Getter and Rumble per show. So if we have 1,000 people share one time, that's great. If we have one person share 1,000 times, that's great. We're looking for 1,000 shares. Let's all do our part. We're all parts of the body of Christ and parts of the body here of Live from America. Big shout out to Georgia, little Miss Georgia from Florida. I got your message through Danny. The bus guy, the bus driver, the bus owner of the big Save America Freedom Tour bus. I will not be, by the way, update, I will not be in Arizona for Trump's rally. A lot of scheduling got switched around when Donald Trump decided to not do his thing in, uh, yesterday and then to have a rally in Arizona. Uh, a lot of things got switched around. The bus is not going to be out in Arizona. The bus is back in Flo- uh, d- down in Florida and, uh, and, and then it's going to the renewal thing and then going somewhere after that. So a lot of stuff outside of my control. We're still coming to the West Coast very soon. In February, we just did, we're not coming out in January. So that's why I could not give you guys a definitive answer. There's too many things behind the scenes going with scheduling and TV programs and Trump making last minute decisions. But big shout out to Georgia. She wanted to give a shout out and a big shout out to Emily Erickson Cook as well. Emily Erickson Cook. My, my wife read a, um, a message that she sent uh, as she was buying one of the uh, You Can't Beat God sweatshirts. And she just said, this lady's so nice. Look at the things that she says every day. And she read me some of the nice comments. And there's no, there's no nicer people than the people that watch this show, I got to say. And one more quick update before we get to the verse of the day. Uh, all digital TV platforms are now being updated with every day's show. So there will no longer be a rotation of outdated shows. Yes, there will be some for the next probably week that are lingering in there. But we're going we're gonna to start just having uh, week, weekly shows that are rotating on there. We're also going to be putting on other content on there as well, including commercials for people on the, United, on the America Strong business page, which we're up to 282 businesses now. Praise God. And uh, videos from Dave Bray USA, um, updates from Ben on, on the border, and a whole bunch of stuff. So if you have a Roku or a Fire Stick uh, uh, platform with your TV or however you watch it, uh, whether it be on your iPad or whatever, make sure you download LFA TV. It's LFA and then a space and then TV. Okay? And make sure that we're always connected no matter what. Let's get to the verse of the day. Now, I did not do a newsletter this morning. Thank you, Jen. Please put this towards the new server. And thank you and Sabrina for the new Bible hugs. God bless you. Thank you so very much. It's amazing. Now, I, I know that we're, we've done this for a year because all the, yearly, uh, all the yearly subscriptions, you know, for Rumble, to do the live stream through Rumble, to do the live streams through all of the, uh, the digital TV platforms, the website, the, the, the domain, the server, all of that comes due now. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, sorry I didn't get a verse of the day out this morning, guys. Uh, We had some snow here, uh, a lot of stuff going on, and I just didn't get to it. I apologize, so I'll go ahead and do that now. Uh, And the verse of the day is going to come from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. 
Very, very important verse here because it's something that we're going to focus on heavily as a family here on Life from America in 2022. Jesus came to them and said, quote, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. I, uh, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, Jesus gave authority to these disciples to go out and do exactly what God gave him authority to do, which means that they were chosen people. And we as brothers and sisters in the name of Christ, we as believers, we as people who follow the instructions and the path of Jesus Christ as much as we can in this flesh, we are also, also charged with this task, every single one of us. So if you're a new Christian or even if you're a Christian who's been following Christ for a while but never have really been outspoken, this is the year to do that, guys. 2022 is going to be the year to be an outspoken Christian. You never know who is going to hear the words that you're saying out of your mouth for God. You never know who's going to hear that. You never know who you're going to help God save. And since you never know, you might as well do it as much as possible. And it's easy as saying, God bless you at the bank when you go and do a deposit. It's as easy as saying, may God bless you when you check out at a grocery store. Whether the person is a believer or not, you can see how it lights up their soul. I see it every day of my life. And a lot of people like uh, telemarketers and stuff or people that you call utility people on the other line, they are not allowed to say God bless back. But I say it to them anyway. And, by, and, and to my surprise, a lot of them will say, well, th- well, thank you. You too. So our goal in 2022 is to do exactly what Jesus commanded us to do. And spread the gospel to all corners of the world. Look, if you want him to come back, we got to do it even faster, folks. Because he doesn't come back until all people in all the world hear it. Amen? All right, let's get to the, uh, let's get to the Lord's Prayer. And again, uh, let's keep some of our Life from America family members in, in our prayers, in our thoughts, in our hearts when we're saying the Lord's Prayer. Not only focus on the cross and what Jesus did for us. But focus on where we've been as a Life from America family, where we are now, who we've helped, and how many more people there are to help as well. Let's say the Lord's Prayer, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I want to remind all of you that the new address to the studio is in the scrolling text at the bottom of your screen. Please, please, please. Write down the new address. I will say it uh, verbally right now for all of you. It is LFA Media Company or Live from America, however you want to write it. Box 527, Claremont, New Hampshire, 
888-646-0343. So for all of you who send your donations in monthly physically, send them to that address. For any other thing, send them to that address. And again, it is scrolling in the bottom. So I appreciate you all very much. And I am uh, I'm so very happy. to. We're, we're finally going through all of the stuff that's been sent over the last year. And just to go back and remember actually opening up, like opening up a bobblehead or opening up a, a quilt that somebody uh, did for me or opening up, uh, you know, opening up the presents that, that young children sent and drew, uh, drew, you know, drew me or drew a flag and sent it to me. It's, it's nice going down memory lane. It really is. It really is. Okay. Remember, folks, today the, the Supreme Court is hearing oral arguments. I was listening to them before the start of the show today. I will pull it up right now so we can hear a little bit about what they're saying. It, uh, I, I can't stand listening to these judges, especially the liberal ones. They are so far off base and they're so politicized. It's not even funny. I wish the Supreme Court justices would just be completely non-biased and just rule from the bench per the Constitution and stop having these stupid, ridiculous political conversations back and forth with the attorneys. It makes me sick to hear people like Justice Sotomayor and, uh, and others sit up there and say, well, why doesn't the federal government have the power to do it? Well, why doesn't they? Why don't they? And why shouldn't they have the power to do it? Don't you say that a state should have the power to do it? Well, isn't the same reason that the state has the power to do it? The reason why the federal government should have the power to do it? And these people, for justices, for people who've done this all their life, the fact that they can't even, they, they can't even um, go back to the very simple and plain text of the Constitution that says the federal government has no authority over anybody. I mean, in so many words, the, Fed, the, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Papers tries to give the individual as much freedom as possible. Not give, but protect the God-given rights that we get at birth as much as possible. And these people make me sick. I want to, before we get to the life or the, uh, the first and foremost section of the day, if you have not shared the video, please do so. Uh, and I want to go to some the, the audio clip of what's going on right now. And let's just play about two minutes of it before we get to the first and foremost section of the day. And certainly, I think that, uh, that throughout this nation... I don't want to put There's, words in your mouth. Don't tell me there isn't such an order if there is. No, I'm not aware of any such order. All right, or something like that. Okay. I have one other question, if I, uh, which is because I'm operating between two things. Uh, one is uh, uh, the, the uh, merits, which might be difficult. I, I don't know. I'm not taking a view on that. But at least they're difficult and could take time. And the other is the question of the stay. Now, on the question of the stay, I read from research that we've done, but I don't know if it's right. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's right. Was, uh, what about the argument that they've made? One is that, well, if we issue a stay today, tomorrow, more people will stay home and things will get worse. Okay? That was one of their arguments. And uh, the other, well, all right, what about that? That seemed to me to be the main one. As I understand the argument, they're concerned about worker attrition with respect to that, that particular claim. Yep. And the agency gave sustained attention to this very issue. It spans several pages of the Federal Register. The agency looked at survey. Anyway, if you go to supremecourt.gov slash oral underscore arguments, it should get you right there. Um, either way, if you just go to supremecourt.gov, you should be able to find the live stream pretty easily. I'm monitoring that. I'm listening to that throughout the day. Obviously, hard to do when I'm on the show. But long story short, what I keep hearing is something about we need to protect the American people. We need to protect the American people. That is first and foremost a priority. Really? 
That's funny. I thought that was the job of the president of the United States to protect the American people, not the Supreme Court. And if we really want to talk about protecting the American people and protecting our civil liberties and our civil rights and everything else like that, then what about November 3rd, 2020? Why was there no standing? Why are we still waiting and fighting in courts to try to find out what happened, especially since we have the constitutional right to see every election document for 22 months by federal and state law? What about that? What about protecting our rights when it comes to that? What about protecting our safety when it comes to that? What about protecting the... uh, the 13 servicemen and women who died in Afghanistan because of an illegitimate president who made a stupid, ridiculous, moronic call. What about their lives? Should their lives matter? Should those lives be saved? Should those Americans be protected? What about all the people who are being sex trafficked and all the children who are being molested and raped over down the border? What about all the drugs that are coming across the southern border? Should that be protected? Should the people who are losing their jobs because of low-wage people coming across the border and taking those jobs, ruining their finances, destroying their careers, destroying their savings, maybe possibly making them lose their homes, should that be protected? Should any of this stuff be protected whatsoever? What about the people who lost their buildings, their homes, and their fortunes because of Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning down things just because they didn't get their way throwing little temper tantrums like Miss Piggy Yellow Teletubby on the January 6th Unselect Committee? Should those lives be protected? I mean, what's really going on here, Supreme Court? You are exposed just as much as anybody else. Now, I am not saying that they are going to issue a stay or whether they're not going to issue a stay. What I am saying is common sense and clarity, something that 350 million Americans should have but only seem to be about a half of, the, uh, of, of those, 175 million people have. Common sense ain't too common anymore. And I would rather have common sense and clarity than some Ivy League uh, education and political backdoor deals like Ted Cruz. And the great thing about pe- what I do today, what Tucker does, what Steve Bannon does, what Jack Posobiec does, what John Fredericks does, what Ben Berkwam does, shout out to Ben Berkwam and his family, we'll talk about that a little bit more today, but the things that we do make people backpedal. The things, the perseverance that we have, especially with the power of our audiences and the grace and energy from God, helps us expose people nowadays more than ever. They can no longer hide behind the fake news mainstream media. They can no longer behind behind Fox News. Big shout out to Tucker for going against the grain on that one. They can no longer hide behind doors with AOC and Stretch Face Armstrong. No longer. Because of these platforms that we have built. So, do their lives matter? You can't say these things in front of the Supreme Court, though, because you can't have a normal conversation. And there it's, well, from what I see, from what this says, it doesn't really look like that. Shut up. Stop. Just stop. You're oversimplifying everything. Let's just be normal people here and talk about what the Constitution says, what state law says, and what God says. And how about we make our decision from a common sense Point of clarity. How about that? None of this stuff has to be gummed up with any of this crap. Just like these bills that are this big. Are you kidding me? The entire paperwork for the, for, for the framework of building an entire country is this big. And you want to give me a bill that's this big that's filled with nothing but crap? Same thing that happens in conversations in government these days. That's why they hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's why they hate Donald Trump. Because he said, let's cut through the crap And let's just have a normal conversation like two normal people. You don't have to have some oversimplified, super educated conversation where you're throwing in words. 
Anyway, the first and foremost section today before we bring on our guest, which is Joe Blystone from the great state of OHIO. First and foremost section is this. A federal court yesterday rejected the FDA's request to release vaccine FOIA documents over the next 55 years. The or, uh, and orders the agency to turn over tens of thousands of Pfizer documents monthly. We're not waiting 55 years to get to the bottom of what Pfizer and, and the FDA did. We're not waiting until we're dead and gone to heaven to find out what these guys did behind closed doors. Thank you, Beth Poole. God bless you. No, no, no. We're getting to the bottom of that stuff right now. Right now. Before we get to that, I would let you know that I would like to let you know that the American Frontline Doctors, the AFLDS, did file a brief for a case going before the Supreme Court today, and it's the, it's the brief about the CMS workers. The Supreme Court will and is right now hearing oral arguments on Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for healthcare workers at facilities that receive federal funding. The American Frontline Doctors filed the brief to be able to be heard in those oral arguments, and I believe that they are going to, they were successful, and I believe that they will have a representative there talking about this during the oral argument section of the the CMS mandate. But having said that, let's move on. Big shout out to the frontline doctors too for really saving America and real Americans. Getting back to the FDA and the Pfizer documents though, a federal judge yesterday soundly, and they put that in quotes, by the way, soundly, which means that judge must have been very matter of fact, rejected the FDA's panicked request for permission to produce hundreds of thousands of documents related to Pfizer and the COVID vaccines at a rate of 500 pages per month. That's what they wanted to do. 500 pages a month is what they would have done. After the agency was ordered to comply with the Freedom of Information Act request last month, the FDA's unbelievable request would have allowed them to take an unbelievable 55 years to produce all the documents. But thanks to a Texas Northern District Judge, Mark Pittman, God bless Texas, huh? Woo! Mark Pittman's ruling, the agency will be forking those likely uh, damning records over within the next few months at a rate of 55,000 per month. Not 500, 55,000, which makes you say, makes you wonder, why do they have so many documents (laughs) Because I believe they've been doing this for a long time, gearing up for this for a long time. The first deadline, which is on January 31st of this year, requires the FDA to turn over 12,000 pages with the rest coming monthly after that, 55,000 per month. According to the, uh, accordingly, the court concludes that this FOIA request is of paramount public importance. Stale information is of little value. The court agreeing with this truism therefore concludes that the expeditious completion of plaintiff's request is not only practicable, practicable, excuse me, but necessary. To that end, the court further concludes that the production rate, as detailed, appropriately balances the need for unprecedented urgency in processing this request with the FDA's concerns regarding the burdens of production. The FDA shall produce more than 12,000 pages articulated in its own proposal 
on or before January 31st, and then the FDA shall produce the remaining documents at a rate of 55,000 pages every 30 days, with the first production being due on or before March 1st, 2022, until production is complete. Now, why does this? Why is this good news? Well, number one, everything in dark comes to light, right? Everything done in darkness will come to light. But number two, this will make them liable in our lifetimes, not 55 years from now, for all the adverse reactions and everything that happened from this vaccine that people were forced to take. Pretty great news, huh? I think that's great news. That's some celebration right there. That's celebration time. Anyway, after our guest today, um, which is, again, uh, Mr. Joe Blystone, uh, we're going to be talking about the VAERS website because how discredited that the liberals and the left are trying to make that uh, website and the information that's on it and uh, how, how, uh, how relative that's going to be going forward, especially, especially since the federal court and that great Texas district judge ordered these 55,000 documents <clears throat> to be produced every 30 days. That's great news. I'm super excited about it. I know everybody else is too. It's, it's nice to get a win once in a while. We've been getting a lot of wins lately. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring in my next guest. I've had him here before. You know who he is. I want to give him a quick hello before I bring him onto the screen. I want to make sure he can hear and see me. And uh, Mr. Joe Blystone, are you with us today, sir? Yes, sir. I'm ready to go. God bless you. You can you can uh, you can hear and see me. OK. Yes, sir. OK, well, you're not going to see me now because I'm turning off my video. You'll only be able to hear me. OK, going forward. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, guys. So here we go. <clears throat> we uh, we've had him on before and uh, we're, we, we got him back on today to kind of see uh, a- a- any progress that's being made and what's going on there in his great state. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Blystone. Joe, how you doing, my friend? Hey, um, you know, Jeremy, thanks for having me on here. We're doing great. Uh, we got a movement going on uh, in the uh, great state of Ohio. Uh, you know, I, I think people are motivated uh, to get involved, uh, unlike any time ever, uh, ever in history here in Ohio. They, they see everything coming down the pike and uh, – uh, they're not very happy. Yeah. Well, um, since the last time, it's been about four months since four or five months, I think, since the last time you've been on. Um, how has how has your campaign gone since then? Has it grown? Have you have you have you added more people to the campaign? Added more people out on the uh, out on the beat, out in the field? And uh, what's the what is your um, what is your ROI? What's your return on investment? How, how are you getting more people to, to hear what you have to say and uh, get behind you as you move forward? You know, uh, absolutely. You know, it seems like every every single event that we go to, uh, if you can get me in front of people, uh, 90, 90 plus percent of these folks will walk away as a supporter because, right. you know, I, I don't. I don't look like a politician. I don't speak like a politician. And I relate to the to the common man and woman out there. You know, I have the same struggles as they do. And uh, they're 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 not looking for a leader. They're looking for somebody who represent their voice, represent their children and their grandchildren. So, you know, it's it's pretty easy to get people signed up to uh, uh, to not only support, but get out there and work. Uh, you know, we, 
we we have a uh, a great grassroots campaign going on uh and uh it's it's all over ohio and uh god's opening up doors that i uh never never did think would open uh we got a a, a great uh a great lieutenant governor candidate that we announced here about a week ago uh sergeant uh jeremiah workman uh a uh, Marine, uh, the gentleman uh, received the uh, uh, Navy Cross of Valor in the Battle of Fallujah. Uh, so Jeremy, Jeremiah is uh, bringing uh, a, a great asset to our ticket. And uh, we're fighters, you know. We're not going to play the political games. We're going to go in guns a-blazing, and uh, we're going to stand up for what's right, what's righteous, and what's godly. And the election is this November, right? Um, so we're working work. We, we are currently working to the, uh, the primary, the primary is May 3rd. Okay. So we, we have to win the primary right. to, uh, move on to the general. Who are you up against in the primary? I mean, well, I shouldn't say that because you, you're, I'm sure you're up against more than one person who, who is your biggest competition in the primary right now? Uh, our biggest competition is, uh, governor DeWine. So it's the governor himself. It's the incumbent governor himself and that's, that's right and if you were to give him a grade for how he's done in your state what would you give him up until now uh a, a minus f wow uh, yep know. yep you know we're uh, this pandemic uh you know the overreach of the gummer government uh you know i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say the virus isn't real but uh uh, it's 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 not the first pandemic. It's not going to be the last pandemic, but the narrative was truly different uh, with this. And as far as picking, uh, they came out and picked winners and losers when it came to business. Now, people, uh, especially uh, within the healthcare industry, uh, people are losing their jobs because they're they're uh, not willing to take an emergency vaccine. You know, uh, it's. Yeah, the 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 country's gonna imploding in on itself, and it's it's a bit scary. Uh, the overreach of the government. Uh, we need to remind them they work for us. We do not work for them, and uh, we have to get this turned around. Do you think that your Do you think that um, your governor's biggest Achilles heel, Dewine? Do you think his biggest Achilles heel is how he's how he has uh, handled COVID? You know, absolutely. Uh, that's that that that's exactly uh, the biggest uh, uh, issue that he's dealt with. And so that's uh, what you're attacking. And, I'm assuming, right? That's what your campaign is attacking. Absolutely, absolutely. Good. You know, you so, know, I, I I I hear all these people all growing up. I've heard, you know, I'm so sick of hearing negative pol- polit- political uh, attack ads and blah blah blah. And all that was, all that was, was a a mantra that the left did to brainwash America, just like they did in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, when they said, don't talk about politics and religion. It's only going to make people upset. So they, they, they literally took away an option for Republicans. And they knew all the way up until now, anyway, that if they said the word racist, or if they said the word bigot, or if they said anything about you not being inclusive or anything to a Republican, that they just shut up and, and quietly just took it, and then they lose, right? Um, not anymore. This new Republican Party is not like that, and they hate it. They hate people like you. They hate people like Marjorie Greene. They hate people like Matt Gates. They hate Trump. They hate people like me. 
You know, and God <laughs> for them, God forbid, if I ever become a U.S. representative or something, because I'm just I'm going to be the exact same way that Marjorie and everybody else is. The time, look, we can be civil people, we can be men and women of God, but that doesn't mean we lay down and let people just chastise us and beat us. You know what I mean? We got we got to keep standing up. And 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 that's exactly right, Jeremy. You know, uh, when I go out and speak, uh, and we're out on the road six seven days a week, you know, I I tell. I tell folks, you know, we're in this mess because we have allowed this to happen. We conservatives, we sit uh, on the sideline. We, uh, you know, we like to be positive parts of community. We take care of our kids, our grandkids, and uh, we work hard to be productive. Uh, But we're not willing to get into politics. We're not willing to be uh, loud and we're not willing to fight. Well, those days are over. Those days are over. Yeah, that's right. You knocked on my front door one too many times and we're coming out Amen. And, and this is where we're at. Amen. And you know what? They, You know what they should fear? They shouldn't fear a name. They shouldn't fear a populist, populist person like Donald Trump. What they need to fear is God. And we need to put the fear of God back into them. We live by the fear of God. But, under, right. but they don't understand what the fear of God means. They think it literally means fear somebody like somebody's going to attack you. No, the fear of God is something much di- different. Look, the beginning of the wisdom, the beginning of wisdom is 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 when you understand that you should fear God. That is when you get wisdom and we have it. And we're going to put that fear of God back into these Democrats, even these rhinos, these uniparty people. Look at all these politicians. Look at what Ted Cruz did yesterday. What do you think of that, by the way? What do you think about what Ted Cruz did yesterday? I. Uh, you know, I didn't. Um, I, 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 I don't know what he did. So he, he went on. He went on. To, uh, he was talking in on the Senate floor, and uh, sitting there with his cup of coffee, nonchalantly talking, and literally called uh, the, the the Trump supporters that were in January that were uh, in the D.C. Capitol on, uh, on January sixth. He called them violent terrorists. Wow! And when he said violent terrorists, it was like. It opened up the floodgates of people on this guy. But my, the reason why I bring that up, Joe, I know we're not here to talk about Ted Cruz, but the reason why I bring that up is because people are so sick and tired of being lied to and voting for somebody that they think has the same values as they do. And then these people get in positions of power and do backroom deals and backdoor deals. And then they call us and then they turn around and call their very same pe- constituents terrorists. And by then it's too late. This guy's got too much power. He's there, but he 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 just just I mean every MAGA first patriot just walked away from him, in one word. I, absolutely, I I nothing like uh, putting a nail in your coffin. I <laughs> I think his political career is done over. So what do you need going forward, Joe? Besides more people, obviously more donations to the campaign, more boots on the ground. What do you really uh, hope to uh, see in the next? Because you said what May is the primary, right? Hey, yeah. Yep. This is the, the four month uh, sprint to the finish line. Man. Uh, you know, they, uh, we we are working on a big ground game. Obviously, the air game, you have to have tens of millions of dollars to do. Uh, that's what the establishment does. That's yep. what these people are doing right now. And uh, that uh, that's that's not an option for us. Uh, so our ground game is to, uh, you know, uh, what as far as myself, uh, getting out there in front of as many people as possible, inspiring them to uh, get involved. My lieutenant governor candidate, uh, uh, he, uh, he doing the uh, the same and 
Uh, we have teams of people that uh, we have started uh, canvassing neighborhoods, going door to door and talking about uh, the Blystone Workman campaign. So, you know, we we have to uh, we have to work 10 times harder than the establishment does. And hey, I'm a That's farmer. Okay. I'm a cow. That's OK. We like to get calluses on our hands. You know what I mean? That's OK. That's right. That's right. Nobody's going to outwork Joe Blystone. Well, hey, Joe, uh, you know, where, working- where do you need the most help in Ohio right now? If so, anybody who's watching from Ohio, where, where, what geographical area in Ohio do you need the most help in as you go towards this next three months? So, you know, obviously we, we, we need more help in the metro areas, whether it's Cuyahoga County, Franklin County, Hamilton County. Uh, Toledo, Athens, you know, those are those are the places that uh, that uh, uh, the the metro areas that uh, President Trump didn't carry. So uh, those are those are the areas that we need the most help. And 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 we're welcome. We, we, we want to welcome everybody in open arms. We don't care if you're you're a Democrat. We don't care if you're an independent. We don't care if you're a Republican. If you're an American. And you love this country and you hate what's going on. on. <laughs> that, that's right. We want you on our team. And it, it, it's as simple as getting the name out there. Name recognition. S- telling people that Joe Blystone, he's a const- he's not a he's not so much a Republican. He's a constitutional conservative, which the Republicans have lost that. I don't think they know what a constitutional conservative is anymore. No, they don't. They and, don't. They don't at all. Matter of fact, they've gone so far off the board that it's made real conservatives like you and me libertarians. I mean, really? Yes. I, I never thought I'd say I'm a libertarian, but you know what? It's starting to sound pretty good now. I can't stand this Republican Party about as much as I can't stand the Democratic Party. It's why it's why I'm working so hard to change it. And and that's and that's right. Whether it's in Washington or in Columbus, Ohio, you know, the Republican and the Democrats, that's just uh, two feathers, feathers of the same bird. That's and right. That's uh, right. We're, we're, we're tired of the nonsense and we're going to we're going to work hard to uh, change the system. We're going to we're going to break the system in half. Good. And uh, we're, we're going to create uh, create a, a new freedom here in uh, Ohio. Have you had a chance to speak to or or ha- are you on the radar of President Trump for any kind of endorsement at all or anything like that? Not that you need it, so, but it always helps. So I do know President Trump does. Uh, he 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 does know I'm here. Um, you know, Doctor Frank, which uh, did modeling numbers uh, for the uh, uh, the last uh, November election. Uh, he's on the Lindell General Flynn team. Yep. He has talked to uh, President Trump about Joe Blystone. Uh, Yes, you know, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with President Trump. Uh, you know, we pray that uh, something like that happens. Uh, but you know, we're not we're not going to sit around and wait uh, for anybody. You know, endorsements are great, but we're gonna we're gonna do it yourself. One, you have to, and, and that's right. Yeah. Uh, too many people try to ride on everybody else's coattails. Well, yep. that's 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 not that's not the kind of guy I am. So, so Joe, before I let you go here, uh, can you tell the audience where they can go to volunteer to help, be boots on the ground, hold signs at polling stations, or even uh, donate? Because we all know it takes money to even breathe these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you want to go to our website, Blystone4, and that's spelled out, F-O-R, BlystoneForGovernor.com. Uh, and uh, priorities right now, name recognition, 
uh, raising money. You can go on there and uh, you can uh, make donations. And currently we have uh, a few weeks here to collect signatures. So we have to, uh, we have to get uh, uh, registered voters. We need 3,000 signatures uh, by February so we can uh, be on the ballot. So uh, those are the initiatives that we have to get done as a priority right now. Okay, so you heard it, folks. He needs 3,000 registered Ohio voters to sign this, uh, sign this, uh, uh, this, uh, what is it? What's it, what's it exactly it is to get you on the ballot? Uh, yeah, basically it's uh, ballot signatures uh, and that uh, for okay. a candidate to uh, get on the uh, the uh, uh, the election, the primary election. OK, so 3000 signatures, that should be nothing. I'm sure we got 3000 people from Ohio who listen to this. So let's go, folks, and let's get boots on the ground and let's raise some money for Joe, because you know what? Even if you don't live in Ohio. Well, you know what? We didn't live in uh, we don't live in uh, a lot of us don't live in Georgia. And look how that affected us. A lot of us don't live in Arizona. And look how that affected us. A lot of us don't live in Michigan. And look how that affected us. You know what I mean? So we're, we, we don't work just statewide anymore. We work nationwide. Uh, Joe, God and bless you, right. sir. Anything, Thank you, sir. Anything I, else you'd I, like I, to I say? Sure do appreciate it. You know, uh, and, and, and that's right, folks. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in Ohio or not. If you're around the country, you know, we're trying to set a precedence here that, uh, you know, just a common person can uh, uh, set – Set the tone for the country. Amen. And as Ohio goes, uh, so goes the rest of the country. Yep. And we want more free states, just like Florida. And, and uh, Governor DeSantis, that guy's a rock star. Yes, he and is. we need that in every every single state. Amen. And you'll be that guy, right, for Ohio? Absolutely. Hey, and when you win, too, you can dress up as Santa on Christmas with that beautiful big white beard, and you can say, ho, 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 I'm bringing everybody a present this year. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thank you, sir. We'll have you back on soon, okay? All right. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, too, sir. Thank you so much. Good luck. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Blystone from the state of Ohio running for governor there. If you are in Ohio, please reach out to him and – and see if there's any way you can help, whether it be on the ground or financially. Uh, look, we need to put all these kind of people in the seats where they belong. Joe Blystones, Candace Taylors, you know what I mean? Uh, the, the, these people are you, and, are you and I. They are the same people as you and I, and they have a passion for something. I mean, when is the last time you voted for a politician besides President Trump who actually had passion? You know what I mean? Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Beto O'Rourke. I'm going to take guns. Uh, there's no passion there. You got Bernie Sanders. Look, I just want everybody to be able to do everything that they want to do with everybody else's money, not your own. Because that is how socialism works. And socialism is great. There's no passion there. It's just stupid, ridiculous, moronic talking points over and over again. Big shout out, Joe Blystone. Big shout out, Ohio. You know how to get involved. You know how to help. Let's go back to VAERS now, folks. Like I, like I said I, I was going to do, uh, we, I talked earlier about the, 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 the federal court rejecting the FDA request, and now they have to produce 55,000 documents a month until it's done. So that's going to put them on the hook for a lot of stuff, and let's hope nothing is redacted once we get it. But according to VAERS' website right now, there are now over 1 million adverse reactions, and that includes... Partial paralysis, permanent paralysis, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, myocarditis, pericarditis, um, heart attacks, strokes, w- w- even even down to rashes. I mean, literally, it's it's 
a million adverse reactions. Also, they're reporting over 21,000 deaths from the vaccine itself for the year 2021. Now, let me read you the story quick, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what the left is saying about VAERS right now. Reports from VAERS, including non-domestic reports, showed that there are now over 1 million cases of COVID-19 vaccine adverse reactions, including more than 21,000 deaths through December 24th of 2021. Again, why did we hear nothing about the adverse reaction deaths and the adverse reaction, you know, the, the, the lesser adverse reactions? Or, or, or why didn't we hear, or the vaccine deaths or the, or the va- adverse reactions? Why haven't we heard anything about that in the Supreme Court hearing that I've been listening to all morning? Not a single dang person in that entire courtroom said anything about the people that are dying, said anything about natural immunity. I would like to see how many people in this country on record that is, that is actually verifiable have had COVID-19. And I guarantee you it's in the tens of millions. And we're not talking about natural immunity. We're not talking about deaths. We're not talking about side effects. We're not talking about anything in the Supreme Court. These people are bass-ackwards. That's what they are. They're bass-ackwards and upside-down. Somebody said Doug Mastriano's mom passed away this morning. Are you kidding me? Did that happen? I also seen something uh, somebody said earlier about breaking news. The Supreme Court side sided with Biden saying that they are able to be uh, mandated. Uh, can somebody please verify that for me or not? Um, Patriot 67774. Jeremy, remember the research I requested you do? You found those numbers. Amen. Yes, I did. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about how many people were infected and, and immunity and all that? Yes. Yes. I remember now. I remember. Heart Association just published heart side effects. Ignore all trolls. <laughs> Stop intern- entertaining the trolls. Jeremy, have you heard they are going after Trump, Alex, and all Trump supporters to arrest? Yeah. Yeah, of course they're going to. Jeremy, Doug Mastriano's mother passed away this morning. Well, that's sad. I did not know that. I'll reach out to him after the show. But anyway, let's go back to this. The VAERS website is now reporting over 1 million COVID vaccine adverse events, according to the latest number. 21,000 reported deaths, 110,000 reported hospitalizations, 3,435 miscarriages, 3,435 miscarriages. Bet the abortion people hate that. They're like, oh, those are baby parts we could have had. Scumbags. 10,640 heart attacks. 22,117 developed myocarditis or pericarditis. 35,650 permanent disabled. Permanently disabled. 35,000 people permanently disabled. And 24,000 people with life-threatening conditions. Now, here's the thing about VAERS, okay? The left right now, all over social media and everywhere else, probably TikTok the worst, they're out there going, VAERS, VAERS is where you, you Trump tards are getting all of your, um, uh, all of your data. VAERS and Joe Rogan, oh yeah, that's who I'd listen to, VAERS and Joe Rogan. How about listening to all the CDC experts and all the WHO experts? And you can't tell them that these experts are wrong because they're like, well, how could these experts be wrong? 
Now, here's the thing about Vares. Here's some ammo for you to go back and talk to those. Vares is just a, you can't rely on Vares. Vares means that anybody can put anything up there. It's like Wikipedia. No, it's not. It's not like Wikipedia. Yes, they are right. Anybody can put something on Vares. I can go on Vares right now and report an adverse reaction from a vaccine. I can do that right now. They are 100% right about that. 100% right about that. However, It's not like Wikipedia in any way, shape, or form. Because even though anybody can go on there and put a claim on there, which, by the way, Veris is far, far underreported. I I guarantee you, the rule of thumb here is that there's five times as many as that's being reported. So five times as many adverse reactions and five times as many deaths. And And where did they get that statistic from? They got that statistic from people that aren't reporting, doctors that don't know how to report, or they're just behind and backlogged. So we're just taking the bottom number. Now, here is why it's not like Wikipedia. Because guess who oversees VARES? Guess who oversees the entire data system of VARES? The CDC. The CDC oversees VARES. The CDC has people that work on it constantly and that work on the maintenance of that site and of that reporting system Constantly, It is maintained, operated by the CDC. So if the CDC, who maintains and operates VAERS, thought that this was like a Wikipedia moment where I can go on there and put a thousand adverse reactions just by myself lying, then they wouldn't have it up. VAERS would not exist if there was that much fraud going on. It wouldn't exist. Now, I'm not saying fraud doesn't go on in the federal government. It clearly does. But this VAERS goes against their entire narrative. But they are legally obligated to have something like VAERS up. They are legally obligated to have the American people have a place where they can go and they can actually submit a a, a problem or an adverse reaction. And they are are tasked with overseeing everything that happens on that that, uh, site and and that uh, reporting system and maintaining it. So for when, for when a lefty tells you VAERS is, is unreliable, you, it, it's unverifiable and it's just like Wikipedia. It's not. It's not even the same thing. Not even the same thing. VAERS does verify, or at least they used to when I reported a reaction in 2014. They don't actually sit and verify everything anymore. They don't. That is a fact. That, the, the, the liberals are right when it comes to that. However, however, it's maintained and operated and constantly looked at by the CDC. So if they saw any major fraud, like if I went on there and put 10,000 adverse reactions, they would remove me and they'd probably get a hold of me and they would probably, I would probably be in some kind of trouble. I'd probably in some, be in some kind of trouble. So just so you know that moving forward. Okay, the press. I never thought I'd see the day. The press is finally starting to hold the Biden regime accountable, at least baby stepping into it. When it comes to asking pretend to be press secretary Psycho Jen Psaki questions and holding her accountable for being the spokeswoman for this illegitimate hairy-legged poop pants regime. Now I want to play a, uh, a video for you right now. And this video is a, of, a, of a reporter doing just that. Holding Jen Psaki accountable about the CDC and about the Biden regime, and literally questions Jen Psaki, saying, does the Biden uh, administration, does the White House and the CDC even go by science anymore? 
Can you believe that the mainstream media is asking their overlords if they even worry about science when putting in these COVID restrictions anymore? Jen Psaki didn't like that. And her answers actually dug her hole deeper. And not only that, during the same time frame, another reporter said to, asked, uh, said to Jen Psaki, does Joe Biden believe that uh, conception, uh, birth starts at conception? Because he was, he was holding their feet to the fire saying Joe Biden said every life has a right to human, to human rights and, and civil rights and uh, every life has, the sa- has, has rights to the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and, and took her to task and says, does Joe Biden believe that life starts at conception? And of course her answer was, well, you know that Joe Biden respects the woman's choice to... So that means no. That means no. That a self-proclaimed Catholic does not believe that life starts at conception. But anyway, that's another that's another video. Right now I'm going to play you this one. And I think this is good enough. Check this out. On the new um, CDC guidance, it's getting some criticism that it's confusing, um, the, the testing after leaving isolation, because it says that you, know, you don't need to test after day five, but if you can get a test, if you want to test, and you test positive, you should continue to isolate until day 10. So that would potentially create a gap of people who are positive after day five, but don't test and go back out into the community. And then there have been other policies that have shifted, um, including the policy around healthcare workers um, needing to test negative before returning to work and then that going away. And also the note in the new CDC guidance that negative tests don't necessarily mean that you're infection free. Um, so. Is, this, is the CDC still led by science and not by other factors in determining its policy? Well, Jackie, the CDC is absolutely led by data and science. Um, and, you know, False. again, if they hadn't changed their False. recommendations over the course of time, schools would probably be closed across the country, right? Uh, they, of course, are um, continuing to address, as they have for the past year plus, uh, steps that need to be taken in order to protect the American people. Uh, the CDC's guidance did not add a recommendation for testing, including in workplaces. Uh, the, the CDC director just answered this question on a COVID briefing about an hour ago, where she basically said there was a lot of questions about testing, and she wanted to provide information in response to that about uh, about how to apply a test should people decide to use a test. They have also conveyed in their guidance, and they can speak for themselves, of course, that uh, that uh, transmission and infectiousness occurs in the first five days after diagnosis with COVID-19, somewhere in the range of 85 to 90 percent of the time. Hence their guidance on the five days. So they can speak to their own guidance. It is led by data and science. It is not determined here by the White House. It is determined by the data and the scientists who work at the CDC. The ones that always get it wrong. Um, you know, Rochelle Walensky and Dr. Fauci, as we've talked about earlier this week, had conflicting accounts of whether testing was necessary. Dr. Walensky said part of that consideration was what people would tolerate. And we know that it's important to keep schools open, to keep the economy running. Isn't it time to incorporate some of those other uh, messaging points into the, this administration's discussions about you know, how we emerge from this pandemic. We talk about how it's led by the science and we're following the science, but it seems like we're also following you know, economic needs and political needs, yep. and logistical needs. Well, here's the difference from the last administration. Uh, we are not oh, here uh, we go. driving our decision making on how we're addressing the pandemic through messaging uh, or through political concerns. 
We're driving it by what the CDC and the medical doctors and the experts there convey. Okay, pretend to be Secretary, Press Secretary Jen Psaki. If that's the case, if you are unlike the last administration, let me just break it down for you. Shall we, Raggedy Ann? First of all, you have more deaths under your administration than the last administration, so sit down and shut your mouth right there. First of all, stop acting condescending towards me, Raggedy. I'm speaking. You answer my questions because you work for me. So the next time you want to be condescending, I'll disrupt this entire thing and be thrown out of here like an immature five-year-old child, and nobody will get any questions answered. That's what I would say if I was in that room. That's why they'd never, ever let me in there. Anyways, let's get back to that. Your administration is responsible for far more deaths with a vaccine than President Trump's administration was responsible for without a vaccine. Your administration got 205,513 people killed since April because you told everybody who was double vaccinated that they didn't have to wear a mask anymore. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? Your administration has more COVID cases in a single day and has more COVID cases active right now than the last administration ever had. Record numbers. Your administration had 50 governors come into a Zoom meeting with a fake set and a fake background and said, we can't solve this at a federal level. We don't have any solutions. So we're going to kick it back down to the states. And your administration just yesterday, ready for this? This is great. Sources from the White House that Real America's Voice News has and friends that have sources there, as well, have now said that uh, there's reportings that the advisors to resident Biden are telling him to give up on the COVID strategy because it's clearly not working. Give up. Is that not indicative of this entire illegitimate regime? Give up. They gave up in Afghanistan and 13 soldiers died. They gave up the border and now over a million people that we know of have come into this country and had anchor babies and brought drugs and raped kids across the border. The only thing that they don't give up on are fake sham impeachment trials. Russia, Russia, Russia. And now this January 6th ridiculousness that's Nancy Pelosi's fault to begin with. That's what they don't give up on. But they give up when it comes to the American people. Give up. Just give up, Joe, as he walks around, lost during the, around the White House, crapping his pants. Give up. That's the, that, that, that should be Joe Biden's motto. That should be his, uh, his slogan for his, for, his, uh, for his presidency. Joe Biden, give up. Build back, <laughs> broke back Biden, give up. Anyway, I don't know if you guys know who Tim Cast is. Tim Cast has got a uh, he, he's he's a wonderful podcaster, got a great show, and uh, has ha- another one that used to be center in the center, sometimes left, and since this since this entire debacle of November third, and what they've seen the Democrats do, like Joe Rogan, Tim has found himself going more to the right. Well, because Tim has gone more to the right and he's had guests like Alex Jones, guests like Drew Hernandez, guests like Joe Rogan, guests like Steve Bannon. Since he's been having guests like that lately, the left has been ramping up their attacks on him, much like they're doing to me, trying to take down his website and everything else. Isn't it crazy that the bigger I get, the more money I have to spend to protect what we've built here? 
Do you know how many thousands of dollars a year that I have to spend to protect what you guys have built here? It's absolutely ridiculous. And protected from who? Protected from liberal, crying, whiny, crybaby, pink-wearing hat, loser nobodies. That's who we have to spend thousands of dollars for. Anyway, there's a, there's a, there's a term called swatting. Have you ever heard that before? Not swatting a fly either. I'm talking about swatting as it, as it, as it pertains to um, basically pranking. What, what, what this is, this, this swatting thing, is that people call the cops anonymously. And they tell them that there's a, a, a crazy person with a gun at a certain address. Or that somebody just shot somebody. Or there's a massive domestic violence going on. Anything they can do to get the police to come to your place of uh, 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 where you dwell or your workplace in order to disrupt what you're doing. Even though there's no truth to it. They'll call in a bomb threat. Whatever they got to do. They did this to Tim yesterday. Tim was having a show. He was live streaming. And during the live stream, they actually had police show up and, and, and burst through the doors without a warrant. Said they didn't need a warrant because the accusations actually justified them coming in without a warrant. This is unbelievably nuts. And you're not going to believe this. Check this out. This is yesterday's Timcast live stream interrupted by the police because of the fake calls. Seven pandemics, and there's only four cases of them that didn't result in a revolt or large-scale protest afterwards. And they actually announced a number of times. You know, the cops just walked in. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, should we, uh, yeah, that, I, so? I was, I was looking at my notes and I was like, "Somebody, did somebody swat you?" Yep, somebody swatted us. And look who did was there. Yep, somebody look swatted us. Look who was there. So Brandon Tatum. Tatum. I have somebody texting me. Oh, yeah, okay. So Tim's gonna wow. Take care of so, business. yeah, just a police officer just entered here, in. looked around because it looks like someone swatted this live <laughs> broadcast here. Glad they didn't come in here busting, man. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's. That's something that's extremely dangerous, extremely reckless, because, you know, SWAT incidences have led to a lot of innocent people dying, Uh, dogs being shot, people being shot, people thinking that their house is being raided by criminals defending themselves. So whoever did that and they're listening like that's and that's real stuff right there. What if what if what if somebody busted through your door? and you didn't see who it was, and it was dark, and you protected yourself and shot, you killed a cop. What if you killed a cop dog? What if they attack you or your children? What if the dog attacks you or your children or your family, and you shoot the dog in order to get them off there, and then the police shoot you? This is the kind of stuff we're dealing with, and they need to find out who's doing this, and they need to put them behind bars for a long time. Now, they had Brandon Tatum there, of course, another right-wing guy, but he used to be a police officer. He knows all about this stuff. And that happened yesterday on Tim's show. Now, I don't know Tim personally. I've uh, had opportunities to have conversations with him, but I don't know him personally. But either way, that is wrong. I want to give some good news before we end this show here. I know we're a little later than normal, so let me give you some good news real quick. Number one, uh, the people at the Gateway Pundit. Now, the Gateway Pundit, Revolver.News, the Epic Times, all of these uh, smaller publications have gotten so big in 2021 because everybody's leaving fake news. You can't make people leave places. They leave because they, f- they no longer find value. They no longer find value. When you see attrition on this page, it's because people are no longer finding value. Most likely, okay? Big shout out to the Gateway Pundit and the Hoff Brothers and everything they've been able to accomplish this year because they saw a 34% increase while the mainstream media saw a 36% decrease 
in viewership. They had 900 million hits. The Gateway Pundit had 900 million hits on their website in 2021. Real America's Voice News, their engagement is up over 100% in 2021. And all, where is that coming from? Is that coming from uh, all the new births? Well, it can't be because you take abortion and the low birth rate in this country. It sure as heck isn't that. No, it's people leaving these mainstream fake news platforms in droves because they're sick and tired of it. And that's the kind of stuff you want to pay attention to when you're looking towards an election. That's the kind of stuff that really uh, verifies how many people out there are going to vote for one side or another. All of that stuff goes into play. And don't think that real candidates don't keep track of that stuff because they do. So a big shout out to the Gateway Pundit and a big shout out to Real America's Voice News as well. Also, President Trump's new social media, True Social, will be available February 1st, just uh, announced yesterday. February 1st, 2022, you will be able to sign up for Truth Social, and then you can have Telegram, Truth, Getter, and Rumble. And no, and, and you can have CloudHub and Gab in your spot, right? All these places to keep, keep connected, and you can finally get rid of all these other places that just destroy your lives and try to ruin everything about you. And now, uh, by the way, February 1st is also my, one of my daughter's birthdays, so he'll be dropping Truth on my daughter's birthday. Can't wait for that. If you don't have stock, you should probably get some stock. (laughs) Truth Social, February 1st. Lisa Naquin says, I'm already signed up. God bless you. Now, I want to play you a video from Ben. Ben Berkwam, as you guys know, has been, um, uh, maybe you do know, maybe you don't. Ben Berkwam has been in the hospital. Um, He not only caught COVID-19, but he also had uh, got pneumonia at the same time. So he's got COVID and pneumonia. It's not the COVID-19 that's really hurting him. It's the pneumonia. That's the, it's the combination of the two that's really bad. Ben has been in the hospital now for a few days. Uh, he called me about a week ago and asked me if I could get him some ivermectin. I hooked him up with the frontline doctors, uh, the connection that I had there. They did get him some iver- ivermectin, but when you're dealing with pneumonia and stuff like that too, it's definitely a bad news bears. But the good news is, is Ben is better. He's, he's at least getting better. And uh, so for anybody who wants to help Ben out, go to FrontlineAmerica.com. If you want to donate to him, I'm sure you can just go to his Instagram or any of it, or go to his Getter page, uh, and you can see how to do that. I want to play a video for you from Ben from last night, right now. just wanted to give you an update. I've been debating on when and whether to do a video on this, um, but I thought 2 in the morning, a day after January 6th anniversary, was about the right time. Well, I'm sitting in this hospital bed. I haven't had the China virus for two weeks. Uh, I'm listening to all of the stupidity out there. The reason I'm in this bed is because China created a bioweapon to go after the world. They used that weapon to lock down America. Democrats used the lockdown to force massive vote by mail, to create massive voter fraud and steal the election. That's why millions of people around the country rose up. That's why they were upset. That's why they were there on January 6th. Uh, And that's why the Democrats allowed what happened, the violence that happened on January 6th to occur because they had to stop the voter fraud investigation. That's it. That's the reality of why we're in the situation we're in in our country. That's the reason why I'm sitting in this hospital bed with pneumonia. And thank God I'm getting better. 
the, the doctors actually told me the amount of pneumonia I had, most people would have already been on a ventilator. So I'm praying, thank you, Lord. My angels are with me. I absolutely know it. Uh, God wins, but the Democrats have to be held accountable. China has to be held accountable. Antifa and BLM, who terrorized our country for four years, have to be held accountable. They were allowed to do that. They were invited to do that. Where's BLM? Where are Antifa? Where are they now? Did, did police stop shooting black people? No, clearly the statistics don't show that. They were simply used by the Democrats to steal the election, to intimidate judges, to intimidate politicians, and to intimidate the American people to shut up and sit down. That's why we still have people in Guantanamo, DC, being terrorized right now, tortured right now. They don't care about the actual truth. They don't care about fixing the country. If they did, they would have held China accountable for this. If they did, they would have held BLM and Antifa accountable. If they did, they would stop the invasion on our southern border that's inviting in tens of millions of more, not just with COVID, but with everything else. We gotta stop this, America. We gotta stop this. We have to take this country back from the evil that has taken it over. God bless you guys. I pray I'll be out there soon. Keep standing up, no matter what. Keep standing up. From his hospital bed, not sure what the next step is for his life or anything. Could take a turn tomorrow for the worst. And he's on in his hospital bed giving words of encouragement to all of you. Giving words to encouragement to all Americans. Makes me want to cry thinking about it. That's a fighter. That's a fighter. That's a soldier for God. That's a soldier for America. He's not in there asking for donations. He's not in there asking for anybody to do anything to him but for him, but fight for him. Fight for him. Fight for this country. He literally doesn't know. Yes, two days ago, he didn't even know if he was going to make it. He, he thought he might have to go on a ventilator. I already got him ivermectin. We already did that. He's too, it's, it's too far gone for that. It's, it's pneumonia-related mostly now. Long recovery. And when I see people on a hospital bed with tubes in their noses sounding like death telling you this is the reason why I'm here. It was China's fault. It was the Democrats' fault. It was, and, he, and he's laying out the facts. And then he says, keep fighting. Hopefully I can be out there soon. That's real. What about that Supreme Court? What about Ben's health? What about the health of Ben? That's real. That's inspiring. That's what courage is. Not some guy who thinks he's a girl, tucks it back, tapes it up, puts some makeup on, puts some drag clothes on, put a wig on, and makes their way to the local library so they can hold storybook gay twerking hour with my children and your children. That's not courage. That's crap. That's courage. That is courage. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you all. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. Each and every one of you, for real, thank you so much for coming out of your pocket to help this show, from being here, from, from, from ha- for having courage, for sharing these videos, for standing up. 2022, hoo-hoo, I'm telling you, talk about a revival. Talk about the rebirth of America.
<clears throat> before we end the show, I just want to show you a couple more things before we leave. Right now, you guys, if you go to MyPillow.com, promo code LFA right here, you can go to MyPillow.com slash LFA. It takes you right to my page. Big time sales right now on all betting right here. All your betting and your mattress toppers, big time sales. If you didn't get anything and you want to, go ahead and get it. And as we go out, ladies and gentlemen, the featured item of the day on my store right here, which also helps the show financially, we now have the black, the maroon, and the blue hand over your heart t-shirts in ladies and men's shirts. Definitely check them out. And remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. There's only one. And under him, we have smile and joy. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m., Friday night, not taking the night off tonight for more Life from America. I hope you guys are all there. I hope you have a great day. God bless you, and we'll see you at 5 p.m. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Never stop screaming that we first in America